0: Are you ready for Super Idols RPG? Super Idols. A rotating cast of today's hottest up-and-coming tabletop players in one all-new power-packed podcast. Super Idols. Move into a new dimension with the year's biggest pop music-themed, Magical Girl-inspired Masks Campaign. Super Idols. Now you can have all your favorite nerdy roleplay in a funny, sincere, diverse, character-driven package. Super Idols. Meet soon-to-be chart-topping idols like Violence Violet, Bane Raven, Symphoria, Elementum, Queen Bee, Warcry, and Karen. Karen! Super Idols RPG, the internet's premier narrative play podcast about super-powered teen idols. Call the number on your screen now to order Super Idols RPG on CD or cassette, or stream it wherever podcasts are sold! Must be 13 years or older to listen because we do sometimes say Please do not actually try to order a CD or cassette from us, that's just part of the parody Please send a self-addressed stamped envelope to yourself because you deserve something nice in the mail today And seriously, come listen to Super Idols RPG It's pretty cool, and it's a fun show, and we think you'll like it Visit superidolsrpg.castos.com for more details
1: Dorum's armies marched upon the world People from all over Different planets, different realms, joined the fight to stop the corrupted from taking the forgotten realms. Gods, demons, celestials, all joined forces, hoping to stop the spread of the Far Realms, but it was too much, it was too strong. And now our heroes, our brave five heroes are barely holding the line. Join us at BarreledOfTheSevenDice.com so that this tale will not be forgotten, so we will know how to hold back the creatures of the Far Realms before it's too late. Hey, it's Dennis, editor and GM of Control Group. Let's give it up for our ads. And let's throw in one of our own. And I know what you must be thinking. Dennis, I'm already listening to the episode. Aren't I doing enough? And... Truly you are, but if you wanted to go the extra step, why not follow us on Twitter, at CTRL Group Pod. There we post a lot of information, character portraits, and little promos to the episode so you can get a cute little sneak peek to get you excited before you listen. You can also go ahead and jump onto the Be Gay Roll Dice Discord server. There we have our own little special place where you can come and talk to us about episodes and episode ideas and systems. Do you have a system you want us to test? Go over to our Patreon. We have a special $5 dev tier where once you pledge to that, we'll go ahead and take a look at your system, give you a nice little preview, and then somewhere down the line, we're going to go ahead and give your system a try. And if you don't have a system to test, you can also join our Patreon for as low as a dollar. There, you can go ahead and get access to special tests that we put behind a paywall, because they're probably too st stupid to go on the main feed. Also, it's tried and true, but smash that like and subscribe button below. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review. If you're on Spotify, give us five stars, or however many you think is appropriate. Anyway, if you have the spoons to do this, go ahead. We really appreciate the support. We want to thank you nevertheless just for listening to our podcast. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, everyone, to a review episode as we are reviewing This World Summons Too Many Heroes, an Isekai table game by Nick Duff. I was your summoner, Dennis Veray, and with me I had some heroes and their
2: little weebs. (laughs) Hey, uh, Marcus. Uh, It's Logan.
3: It's Sarah.
1: Now as I mentioned and it's probably still somewhere in the regular episode uh, we were supposed to record something else today and we just came <laughs> together and decided to start one shot of Palooza 3 uh, which was very nice thank you guys for coming to do this Goodbye, oh you're
2: welcome oh this is great too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this was yeah this was a really enjoyable system Like I said, we were not planning on doing this, so I had a loose idea of what this game was gonna be, and then we read some more about the rules and completely changed it on the fly uh, as we were getting into this, and I lend a lot of that ability to the game itself. It gives you a nice little world to play in. It's a mm-hmm. nice, it's not too long of a core rule book, which is super sweet. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's it's got enough information that there was a lot of lore that I could attach onto. And I was like, oh, we'll just stick to this lore. We don't need my own bullshit in this. So I really enjoy what this system has to offer. I really liked the stat breakdown um it's very funny that we like <laughs> joked about it has in the rule book that like if you want to be like fucking stacked in the specialized min maxer you can split your stats this way because you have the three stats you have seven points of attribute you can split between them so like a normal person would do like a 3-2-2 or a 3-3-1 um, everyone decided to go five, zero, one, or, like, five, two.
2: Seven. Yep. Yeah, no, that was, that was a good idea, though.
1: Yeah, because I, I like this idea, because you go to, like, any isekai, isekai character, and you're supposed to be the most powerful, so I like this idea of, like, what if everyone was the most powerful at all times?
2: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so much, uh... So many different styles and and so much different stuff to pull from with it. Like, even if you had, like, two, like... I don't know. Even if you had, like, people who ostensibly had like the same like attribute spread and stuff like that there's still so many other elements and stuff like that essentially and 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 a lot of um open creativity as well to be like okay you're you're the you're the guy who's throwing hammers at everyone (laughs) but i'm the i'm the guy who's got a a sword that's as big as a house and i'm gonna (laughs) swing that at people yes So since we're on this subject already, I think
4: that uh, that's probably my only thing that I would maybe change about this is not even like I I, I get min-maxing is is part of it. But like maybe just change it from seven to five as the total. Mm. Um, Just because when you attack, you can use whatever. So what are you going to use? You're always going to use your five dice or whatever. But I think five is like plenty to where... I literally only failed like one time. The yeah. Whole time. So then that makes me think. Wait a second. I kind of want to just make an RPG for us to play where the players just always succeed. Like <laughs> the trick of it is how and why do they succeed? You know. Yeah.
1: To to speak about that, I think that was a little fault in mine since it was just a one shot, and I gave you like this real big bad the inclination was to like let's just attack him until he's dead but I should have been like pushing you guys to like do actions with all of the crypt stuffed because like when you take your action in battle that isn't just like I hit the dude I I then get to decide which attribute you're rolling Mm. so I could have done more stuff of being like oh you attack the crypt or like you need to kill the crypt before you can attack but I didn't it's a big battle Then we came up with this an hour before we started (laughs) recording. Well, my whole
4: thing was my character is like mad now about his grandparents, so like, what am I gonna do? All I did was attack people, so I was like,
2: I contributed to it, so.
1: Yeah, you guys made some angsty motherfuckers. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Just some regular high high school students. (laughs)
1: Truly, as like a lot of the playbooks and classes really allow for that as well. Uh, just being the coolest and edgiest motherfucker you can. Uh, just going through the class list: it's assassin, beast, berserker, black mm-hmm. knight, blood mage. Mantasm. You know, very under level thing. <laughs>
2: yeah, you want to stand, pick phantasm, <laughs> do that pretty much. Necromancer. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, with the classes, uh, the only- that's. I, this is kind of the only one thing I would change is when you choose an archetype, the classes are kind of locked to that. And I don't know, maybe this is just like a kind of like petty thing on my end, but I I would have liked a little more freedom in choosing what options I had. But I I get why it's there. So I think this might just be a a lame complaint on my end.
1: Sarah just really wanted to play a princess the entire time. Yes, yes I just, I was Tyler so <laughs> I
3: really wanted to play a princess.
4: No, I get you because I didn't really, honestly, halfway through I was like, what do archetypes do again? Like, why do I even have one? But I think it's more like if you're really focused on the lore that the book gives you, maybe it's just like a background. But yeah, I don't, I don't see why they need, would need to be attached to the classes either.
3: Yeah, because... My archetype was the myth, which allowed for the getting taken over by the vengeful princess.
1: Yeah, I think the archetypes work more as the background, (laughs) if you were playing D&D. Like, oh, noble, folk hero, and then your class is like, your class. Yeah. Oh no, did you guys ever get to use your gifts?
3: No! No!
2: I, I tried There's to bribe the guy with my 99 materia. <laughs> that was me trying <laughs> to use my gift. <laughs> oh, that's what that was. Gotcha.
1: Yes. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha.
3: Yeah, uh, I used mine. With the gift I had chosen, like, I had chosen it as Luna, but I couldn't use it as Lunessa, because Lunessa mm. did not have the necessary stat to do so, because she had a zero Interesting. mischief. Uh, and I had chosen it thinking that Luna would be the one to use it, because she actually had a mischief stat, but
1: Yeah, if you would have reminded me, I would have had you no clip at the beginning to get you closer. <laughs> uh.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was my gift. My gift would have allowed me to clip out of the fight.
4: That's funny. But That's I so figured funny.
3: that since uh Lunessa's stat block, that was the point. That was what happened with that. Was with with it allowing me to be taken over by it, to uh share my body with the spirit of heroics, I had an alternate stat block I could use. So I figured that since I didn't have the mischief necessary to do my clipping, I figured that when I was playing as Lunessa, I wouldn't be able to use it, but I had never used it as just Luna. So I hope any of that made any sense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Unless you're looking directly at the system. Maybe not, but that's what I hope with all of these review episodes that we explain the system enough that people understand. Yep. Yeah.
2: And are hopefully interested in it as well. Yeah. Because yes. this is very fun. This, this is, very is fun. fun. <laughs> this Marcus is a lot said
1: lot Im- of fun. immediately after that this should be an entire campaign. And yeah, I was honestly building like that. I don't know why I spent so much time on your characters. I think I was still coming up with the plot at the time, so hey, I needed a hey, moment. that's
2: all fine. <laughs> that's all fine. It happens.
1: <laughs> but I really did enjoy the real life stuff before, because then it I it was able to use it to blend through to the the rest of it.
2: Oh yeah, it it, it was a nice through line with everything. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah also really enjoyed combat in this system, being ooh. able to slot yourself into initiative. Oh, yeah. Uh, the fact that I just get turns, which was cool until Sarah took mine.
3: Yep, <laughs> uh, that was one of my class abilities. My particular class was called the Saber.
1: It was like, finally, ooh boy, I finally get to participate in combat for realsies. And then, nope, that was taken away from me.
4: I haven't played, so I've, I've read through a ton of Lumen games. Like I made a Lumen game. I was there when they were doing the jam and everything. I (laughs) not really played them a bunch. And this was, this was so fun. Like to, to have those, all those like RPG elements in there. It was like, it was amazing. It really felt like I was like, Oh, you know, how can I maximize doing my damage? And, you know, it's, it's turn-based and it really, this is like the first time where I've actually felt like we were inside of a game. Because I know when you're playing tabletop games, like it's it's a lot of the time like that. Obviously it's turn based, but it, it never really feels like, oh my gosh, like I actually feel like I'm playing a level in a game and, you know, I have to maximize how I do this and save my potions and you know, um and that was that was so fun. And it was like it was so seamless too. It's this is this one was this is a crazy one because I was like, I don't we always have fun playing our games that we play. But I don't remember we we were sitting here laughing for that long that many times. Like, this game was so fun. And I think it's just because the lore in it is just this perfect area of, yes, you know, it's got the Kai, but it's also got, it's own kind of lore in there where it's kind of this tongue in cheek thing of like you know the too many heroes obviously mm-hmm. and so it's like do you want to play it really serious like you're stuck in a video game or do you want to just have fun with it and make it really funny or you know do you want to do a one shot or do you want to do it as a longer term thing I mean it's really it seems perfect for all of those it seems like it could really fit all of those and it, it works really really
2: well.
1: Anything about the plot itself?
3: I, I, I enjoyed the plot of this
2: yeah, hey, yeah, it's, it's a, a fun little thing. We, we all introduce ourselves, we all meet up, we fight a big thing. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> I love the uh, anime Jumanji, where, in the newer movies,
4: where whenever you talk to someone, they're clearly an NPC. Like, they only <laughs> have specific voice lines, and no matter what, they're just trying to get you to go to the festival, and yeah. it was so, yeah. it was great. And it was just like, this game is all janky because there's too many <laughs> heroes, so no matter what you do, it's going to be messed up. great
2: get from the Lord. <laughs> so the- That was perfect.
3: <laughs> I like how you actually paid that off.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting that. That was good. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you for giving my character no respect at all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we love trouncing on our little piss boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like i said i really enjoyed giving you guys the time in the real world because that was a really fun through line because i really enjoyed making one little npc and then bringing them into the fantasy world so you still have that tie there um i really enjoyed that and then going through the bit of getting hit by the semi Um, (laughs) but yeah I'd, i'd be fully forward like this would easily if not would work better as a longer system 'Cause there's enough in here, enemies, different things with combat.
2: Yeah, it looks like it's it's they and it looks like they got like example enemies of stuff like that with like things that you can like be like, okay, here's something like this sort of thing can do. Like it it seems like it's it'd be easily like customizable for like uh for whoever's running it to be like, okay, I wanna throw this uh crazy bullshit at you I'll have about like this much health, this much damage, there's this many of them, and you gotta deal with them now. <laughs> and and then the combat's
4: actually fun, instead of yeah, just yeah. waiting waiting 15 minutes for it to get back to your turn and then saying, I attack, <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, you've got the fun guys that you can throw in under random anime tropes in between your turn and do most of the talking. That's why, like, in between your roles and stuff, I wanted to talk as the villain as much as possible. To give it that anime feel.
2: Uh, oh yeah,
3: I think it's nonsensical. Rating time.
1: All right.
3: I give I give this system four turns wasted getting into melee range out of four turns wasted on getting into melee range.
4: Yeah, I um I had a similar rating. I really really enjoyed this system, and I think that it deserves a seven might out of seven might. <laughs> and alternatively, zero mastery out of zero.
2: <laughs> I'm going to give this uh, one and a half swords because uh, th- because for the special dual wielding ability that only uh, one character gets because it's a, it's a busted stupid ass game that doesn't even make <laughs> dual wielding part of the main mechanics out of two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to give this system two divorces in your household. <laughs>
2: oh no.
4: Out of two. Out of four? Oh, the... <laughs>
1: out of two. Oh, okay.
4: I was disappointed when S- Sarah's character didn't... Their parents weren't divorced at all. I was like, no. I thought I thought that was our thrill. Yeah. <laughs> But then, worse things happened to her. So I was like, oh, yeah. I was, I was,
3: uh, yeah, I was just gonna, I like, I was, I was going to leave that door open. I didn't say anything about Yuko's parents. Mm. All I said was that her mom was moving. Mm.
1: Yeah. So I only included the mom because I figured that was unspoken—that we yes. all knew the dad was out of the picture. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Obviously divorced. Obviously divorced.
4: No, but what about her grandparents?
3: All right, thanks everybody. (laughs) Uh,
1: All right, Variables, thank you for participating in One Shot of Palooza 3. Go to sleep and enjoy your two Christmases. Your parents are divorced too.
3: Damn. (laughs) Good night, everybody.